Hey, I'm Josh Hunt. And I'm Jordan Bean. And you are listening to Talking Chuck. So this is episode three and basically just opened up with Chucky talking to Jake, pretty much just asking him what kind of killer he would be, a strangler or a stabber. Yeah, because he sees like the the appeal of both. You know, are you a strangulation kind of guy or a stabbing guy? Because I, I see the appeal of both. Even though Chucky's got those little hands that can't really strangle anybody. Yeah, I th- he even mentions it like later in the episode. He's like, you want something hard, try strangling somebody with these. Just <laughs> funny. And then Jake. At that scene, <clears throat> asked Chucky basically how he became a killer. Then we get a little bit more into Charles's backstory. Like, how did you become like this? And Chucky's just like, it was your standard voodoo soul transfer. Yeah, that was funny. As as if like people are just doing this all the time yeah he's like but like everybody's doing it but he's like but i innovated the doll so it's like everybody's doing it but i just i'm the one who possessed dolls and made it a thing yeah yeah that was funny (laughs) yeah we get into chucky's backstory and like going into it like the whole like uh basically the whole the whole thing that chucky's trying to get across is some people are just born killers i mean there's some people that are just develop you know have you know things that turn them into killers but the you know the big killers the the notorious ones are just born killers and that sometimes it just you just need a little push to get there exactly exactly so the episode continues with uh devin's mom the detective uh trying to get info from the teacher um but you know ultimately doesn't get any kind of info because the teacher is like i'm not going to release any info on my students especially jake jake's been through enough detectives like well is there something that like you're not telling me or something and the teacher's like what do you mean she's like well should i be worried or you know yeah and it's just uh with devin's mom so far it seems like she probably like there's stuff that they haven't revealed yet that she knows or suspects especially she keeps asking about chucky a whole lot yeah it almost makes you feel like maybe that uh, Devin's mom, who's the detective, um, like maybe like has a past with Charles Lee Ray or who knows, man. I mean, at this point, like could Chucky have murdered somebody in her family or I mean, we don't know. We do know that Chucky did return to Hackensack for a reason. Uh, we don't know what that purpose is yet, but he's got a lot of history in this town. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see where that whole dynamic goes just because she, I mean, it's, I mean, we could totally probably get some type of flashback or something with Devin's mom being that maybe she worked some kind of case involving either Chucky or Charles Lee Ray in the past, just since it seems like she has some kind of knowledge go of what's going on it seems like or just something yeah it definitely feels like there there's definitely people in the town that i feel like they're um they know more than what they're you know leading on you know what we're led to believe i guess especially with uh jake's teacher she i mean i don't know if they're gonna have anything happen with her being involved with anything or if she's just more of one of those characters that genuinely cares about his well-being and doesn't want to see him get hurt or anything like that just because in this episode she really seemed to take a big interest in jake especially after devin's mom was asking questions yeah i mean there was rumors going around and i don't believe the rumors just because the, the timing doesn't add up 
but a lot of people are like, oh, it's it's Glinda. It's Glinda. That's what it is. But like, I just don't see that because I don't feel like Glinda would be old enough yet to be like somebody's teacher. Um, Cause seed came out in 2004, but I mean, I guess, are we led to believe possibly that seed came out and or seed takes place in 98? Are we led to believe that? Because technically Glenn was born um, in 98, uh, you know, and the whole, the whole like timeline for these Chucky movies really confuses me because you have child's play one that took place in 91 but is apparently supposedly actually takes place in 98. And that's why Andy's older. So Child's Play 3 that came out in 91 actually takes place in 98. And then Bride of Chucky takes place a few weeks or months later after Child's Play 3 in 1998. Meaning Glenn and Glinda would be, what, 23 years old or something? So that's, I don't think that adds up. I, I did see that there was a rumor going around that the teacher was Glinda, but I don't, I don't feel like that would add up to me. Yeah. I think people are just jumping to that more just because she has red hair and that, you know, the red herring. <laughs> yeah. Well, like even in Colt of Chucky, when like Colt of Chucky first like was about to come out or whatever in the, in the trailer showed Andy at the dinner with that redheaded girl and everybody's like, Oh my God, it's Glinda. And I'm like, no, no. Tom Mancini can cast redheaded characters that we don't necessarily uh, have to associate them with Glenn and Glinda. I mean, I remember multiple Malcolm. Uh, everybody thought he was going to be Glenn. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, that episode two reference might be like the only thing we get of Glenn and Glinda probably. Which is fine. It's fine. You know, being the fact that he was even able to mention Glenn or Glinda is just, it's good enough for me. Let's not incorporate so much into the lore of, you know, all that. I do want like some new ideas to be floating there. I don't want to keep rehashing a bunch of stuff, you know, so... But getting back into the episode, the teacher actually sets up um, a meeting between Jake's and uncle and um, basically about the party along with Lexi's parents. And um, so basically, the, the we're led to believe that Lexi's parents, I'm just going to say, are just a complete pieces of shit. <laughs> like they don't even think Lexi does anything wrong. They think it's pretty much all Jake's fault. Jake had it coming to him from the talent show until the teacher shows that little video. Yeah, where Logan sees his brother and starts freaking out. And then Lexi's dad has no idea what any of it is. And then he has to explain it to him. And then both her parents are just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And in that scene, Devin Sawas has some good acting, man. I'm, like just rewatching that and everything. Just like I just want to say Devin Sawa really sold me. Like, I really felt like this guy was, like, looking at his somebody making fun of his dead brother. It was actually pretty good. But going on into the episode, basically, Jake takes, you know, Chucky's uh, opinion or his or his request and tries to go after Lexi with a knife while she's jogging outside. And, we're you know, we keep seeing, you know, Jake looking through the woods, which, first of all, that is a weird-ass place to jog i would be terrified out in like the wooded area with like no one around and you're just jogging yeah <laughs> like i'd expected to like see like leatherface to come out with a chainsaw and i'm like oh shit and just like immediately 
See if you can outjog that. Over that scene, Chucky's basically teaching Jake, like, you got to stalk people and find out, you know, as much as you can about them in order to successfully hunt your victim. As Jake is stalking Lexi and tracking her through his phone. Yeah, I mean, Chucky even says he's like, you know, it might not be the right moment, but the right moment always comes. But so, like, Jake's, like, going after Lexi this whole time. And we, we keep seeing panning shots from Jake to Lexi, Jake to Lexi, and it's building up the suspense. And then Jake, you know, gets his moment, and he has his knife, and he jumps out, and to our surprise, it's Junior. And then Junior's like, what the hell? Will you Get away from me, creep. Like, And I'm almost, like, tempted to think, does, did Junior actually see that knife, or did he just think Jake was just out in the woods? Because if he saw the knife, I feel like he would have, like, a bigger reaction to it. Yeah, I mean, it looked like he definitely would have seen the knife, but just from his reaction, probably didn't. And then Jake almost, probably almost killed Junior, basically. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like Jake, like pulls the knife behind his back and like almost immediately. So I don't think Junior had enough reaction time to like see that to, to react to it and then also see the knife, too, because like Jake didn't have the knife out like in his face or anything. Yeah. And then Junior just gets freaked out simply just because Jake's been was following him. But that's just because Junior had Lexi's phone or whatever on him. Yeah, he had he had her phone. He was listening to like a playlist that she made for him, which it you know later on we we learned that, and that's how that uh, Jake knew uh, he where he thought Lexi was, but act technically it was actually Junior. Um, so Junior gets done with his jog, and he goes back and basically tells Lexi like, "Look, you went too far with the costume, and can you please apologize?" Then Lexi's like, "Fuck you." I'll do what I want. And then Junior's like, well, I'm just saying you need to apologize. Yeah, because at that point, especially when Jake runs into him after tracking him, seemed like Junior was really freaked out and thinks that Jake could possibly end up doing something to either any of them or most likely Lexi. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, everything that, like, Junior's had with Jake kind of confronted him. Junior knows that something's wrong with Jake. You know, like Jake, something could set Jake off. Like he knew that, or to this point, we're led to believe that he knows, you know, Jake was looking up Lexi's info last episode, like on social media and like all this other shit. So the way Jake sees it, like, you know, like he's, he could do a lot of harm. So the least you could do is apologize to him. So maybe he won't try to hurt you or do anything, you know, else to you. Yeah, and then she just flat out refuses to apologize to him, proving that she's definitely a cunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's probably a shitty playlist that she made for him too and then made him listen to some shitty playlist <laughs> as well. Which by the way, he had like she gave him the shitty headphones too, like the headphones with like the cord instead of the AirPods. So shame on her. She is a bitch. She knew she had extra pairs of the good headphones. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna you're gonna give somebody jogging, by the way, corded headphones, that's just gonna keep ripping on like out of the aux cord. You're screwed. You need those AirPods, buddy. Hell yeah, make sure they're charged too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She probably had the AirPods and then gave him the shitty corded ones. But um, going back immediately after following this, you know, confrontation between Junior and Lexi, uh, Lexi's sister starts going freaking nanners in their house um the mayor's house of course uh and she's just basically like throwing shit and just going haywire and just obsessing over chucky like i want chucky i want chucky i want chucky and then lexi is just kind of comes up with this plan like well 
if I apologize to Jake, then, you know, maybe you can do me a favor and give me that fucking doll. So um, that's exactly what she does. She goes to um, apologize to Jake. But it's good to also note that Jake was actually looking at weapons and trying this shit out, you know, in the garage, which is pretty cool. Yeah, going through all the different tools that were in there to possibly use again on on Lexi. And then she pops up with her fake ass apology just because she really wants Chucky for her sister. Yeah, like kind of like, you know, I'm going to be the bigger man and apologize to you. And, um, you know, I only did that because what you did at the talent show and you're in the wrong, but I'm just going to be the bigger man. And of course, the whole time, like, you know, and then she's like, you know, I figure now you can do something for me. And he's like, well, what can I do for you? She's like, well, what about the doll? And then, you know, after she apologizes to him, I guess Jake starts kind of feeling like he got what he wanted out of her. He would just wanted, you know, her to accept the fact that she was wrong for that. So he's like, no, you can't have Chucky. And that pisses her off even more. Like, really? Like, I, I apologize to you. And now you're still not going to let me have the doll. And um, just for a second, just for a side note, let's take a look or let's uh, discuss the weapons that Jake was um, choosing to practice with. He had like the uh, this like machete looking one, which was pretty cool. He had the hedge clippers. So I'm wondering specifically with the hedge clippers was he just like gonna chop her head off or something either that or like stab into her something like that oh that'd be like crazy like some jason shit like stab into like her chest and like rip it open with the hedge clippers yeah and then like the last one he had that kind of the machete looking one that was sort of the gardening tool or whatever that was a badass machete like that is a weapon like chucky needs to be in there looking through these weapons just compared to the weapons chucky's been using to kill people with this season yeah like they're gonna give like jake all the good shit <laughs> like and then chucky just you're just gonna give chucky like you know some some knives and a fucking dishwasher and little baby hands <laughs> little baby <laughs> hands but also one thing i've been wondering is since with like in bride of chucky when they revealed that since Chucky is in the doll and technically human and stuck in there, he has his fingerprints as Charles Lee Ray. And then Chucky's been kind of like running around, touching shit throughout this series as well. And they haven't, I don't feel like it doesn't look like any of the investigative teams have kind of like checked for fingerprints because I'm sure if they did, they might find them just depending. Well, they did in Bride of Chucky. They did. They, they like going back to what you said, and right at Chucky, these, you know, this this police department or these officers were smart enough to do it. I guess they're just not, I don't know, maybe pandemic or something. They're like, oh, man, we there. No one's going around touching everything. There's a pandemic going on. Like Chucky is such an asshole. I mean, the whole world's in shambles and he's over here touching everything. Because that would also be kind of a cool little story they could add into the show that if you know they happen to find charles lee ray's fingerprints on weapons or just whatever in the show they could open up a whole thing if he's actually really really dead kind of kind of like in bride of chucky which is what you know they found his fingerprints on the lighter yeah and dug up his body to exhume it to make sure he was dead yeah which that that makes 100 percent sense that's like very realistic but um i don't know like when we still got four episodes ago or five episodes yeah five episodes ago so like anything could happen i guess so the next scene is uh basically devin is in his room uh spying on jake with like radio f- frequency or something and jake's basically talking to chucky and 
um, were kind of like, it's, it's really weird because I didn't think that Devin would have that kind of capability, but I guess with who his mom is, I guess he kind of like learned how to like do like wiretap and all that. Well, I guess it was at the school. Devin was, I don't know what he was recording with probably his phone, but when he was talking to Jake and like, they were having the whole heartfelt moment of after the party or yeah, after the party and uh, Devin telling Jake, he just wished he could like protect him or something. It was revealed. It was revealed that Devin has, I guess, either has been recording Jake or yeah. at least this is like the first time, but we don't really know exactly why that is. If it's supposed to be for Devin's like podcast or if he's just trying to find out more on Jake or if there's something else going on there. Yeah. I mean, we go out of our way for our podcast. So there's a <laughs> chance that Devin would do the same. We're hanging out with Devin later. Yeah. Don't tell anybody, <laughs> especially not Jake, but um, going into it, I actually noticed that um, Devin has uh, like, in the back, there's like a poster that he has in his room, and it's like the Zodiac Killer, which is pretty freaking awesome. So like he's like really into like this criminal conspiracy stuff because I love that kind of shit. And I like noticed that I'm pretty sure in the background it's a Zodiac Killer. Um, I noticed it upon rewatch that I thought that was really cool. Yeah, he just I guess he had some type of board of basically all sorts of killers and crime stuff. Just I guess pertaining probably to his podcast and interests yeah he's probably got a lava lamp somewhere and that we didn't see <laughs> come into Being my closet chair. where the where the real stuff goes down <laughs> yeah you're not you're not really into criminal conspiracy stuff if you, you don't at least have a lava lamp maybe some like stars to put on your ceiling that whenever you turn your lights off you see like spaceships and shit and that's pretty cool and then when uh, back before before that scene, when uh, after Lexi based her fake ass apology and Jake goes to talk to Chucky and then Chucky mentions ha- the completion anxiety that they brought up in Curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at the end of Curse, whenever uh, Nika's kind of taunting Chucky, he's like, you know, it's a completion anxiety. It's most common in men. You are a man, right? <laughs> that was a cool little homage to Curse of Chucky. But um, Devin's mom, the detective, actually goes and confronts Devin in his room and just like, hey, like about Jake pretty much just like, hey, you know, I don't want you hanging around him anymore. You know, whatever happened every time Jake goes somewhere like people die. Death follows him. Death follows him. Exactly. And, um, you know, Devin's like, I barely even know the guy. Like, why wouldn't you, you know, do you just not trust me? And she's like, I do. It's just, you know, you are kind of spying on his ass. She didn't say that, but I'm sure she was implying like i heard you spying on him devin stay the hell away from this jake kid that scene was a little weird though with devin because he's like listening to the recording and it looks like he has headphones on but the audio seems to be playing outside the headphones it's where it seemed like his mom could definitely hear the recording (laughs) yeah so that was a little confusing but i i don't know yeah she has like supersonic hearing or some shit or he has some loud ass headphones (laughs) she's like i'm a cop He's got the shitty headphones because he's not one of the rich kids. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't even think about that. Uh, he has some like really uh, loud ass headphones. Beats by not Trey. <laughs> Beats by, uh, I don't know, Jay. I don't know. Beats by, by Chuck. Chuck. Beats by Chuck. Yeah, Beats by Chuck. That's it. Chucky's got his own audio company now. Yeah, Beats by Lee. Beats by Ray. Beats <laughs> by Ray. That's it. 
Beats by Ray. We just came up with it. That is perfect. They're going to hire us for the second season to do all their freaking uh, audio stuff. Yeah, we're going to be strictly, very strictly, yeah. We're strictly going to be the headphones guy. We talked about the <laughs> shitty headphones earlier and we just talked about this. So the next season, and they're strictly going to be the headphones. Anytime there's like headphones in an episode and Dominic seems like, get those guys out there. It's like, oh, those headphones. Yeah, that was those guys. They, they got that shit going. I'm just saying, if you want us to, um, if you want the license for Beats by uh, Ray, then you got to pay us, Don. <laughs> you got to pay us. Yep. If not, you got to switch back to the shitty headphones. Yeah, those shitty corded headphones, which nobody uses anymore, by the way. Um, so getting back into the episode, Chucky basically convinces Jake to give him the Lexi for, for Caroline, her sister. So we see Jake basically like, here's Chucky. And then, you know, Lexi's like, oh, wow. Okay. You know, thanks. I'm Lexi. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a little cut, but I don't want to admit it. <laughs> I've got issues. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, we've all got issues, Lexi. But um, but yeah. So basically, uh, you know, Chucky and you know Lexi's sister Caroline uh, watch the news together, which is kind of like a homage to the first Child's Play movie, which is really cool. Yeah, even though you know, the, but that callback to the first film, especially because Caroline's like Chucky wants to watch the news, but at least in the first film, when Chucky wanted to watch the news, it was because it was specifically about him. But in this part, it was just like it seemed like nothing was really going on with the news. So I wonder why Chucky has this obsession with wanting to watch the news. Yeah, I wouldn't want to watch the news nowadays anyways. The news sucks. But um, but no, like like getting back to what you're saying, yeah, it didn't really push the story forward. It was just kind of like, eh, okay, cool. Like it, we could have done without it. Yeah, like I mean they could have at least put something on the TV of like crime or weird crap happening around Hackensack, but it just seemed to be nothing. Just one of those like little fan things that they slipped in there yeah i don't want them to do too much of that like the overkill but i mean it was okay it was it was used nicely if if you know i just don't want them to overkill with the series like oh man we're gonna keep going back and remember that and child's play you know three in the background there's a character that coughed a certain way look we're gonna do it right now like i don't want that <laughs> remember the the good guy doll tech at the end of Child's Play 2. He's in this one. I remember the garbage man in Child's Play 3? It's the same guy. We're going to kill him again. He's wearing the same gloves, too. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. We're going to cut his hand off again. Again. But, um, but yeah, basically, Lexi's throwing this party uh, that night because, uh, you know, our parents are going to that meeting, that school meeting with Junior's parents. Uh, you know, Jake's aunt and uncle and uh, Chucky actually walks like towards Lexi. He's just going to work, man. He's like, I'm going to kill this bitch right now. And of course, in typical Chucky fashion, something happens, you know, people walk through the door. So he's like, shit, I gotta go. And just like the, the animatronics in that part was actually really funny to me. Yeah. The way he's just, he's just straight up going right for her to like kill her off. And then all the party goers show up and he's like, uh, oh, and takes out. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, nope. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like just the way he's walking, he's like fast walking. He looks like some of like those old people that like go to like public shopping malls that just like fast walk for ex uh, exercising. Yeah. You got to like, get there. Uh, you got to get there early. <laughs> yeah. He looked like uh, Kevin McAllister's dad 
at the airport in Home Alone 2. Just <laughs> fast walking. <laughs> this is Home Alone Part 6. <laughs> don't even don't even get me started on Home Alone, man. That new one looks like what the fuck. But um, <laughs> I was like, let's just have a British person, and that's Home Alone. Well, about that one, the only thing I was like thought that would be cool is that apparently Macaulay Culkin was supposed to be in there, but I guess he's revealed that he actually isn't. He's like, I was gonna be in it, but then I don't want to because it's not good. Yeah, like they have his brother Buzz. He's playing a cop in this new one, though. <laughs> Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> so going back to the episode, um, Oliver basically comes in with the licky licka, and uh, you know he starts hitting on Lexi, and you know she's starting blushing, and then Junior's like looking at him like jealous and shit, and kind of mad about it. But like Oliver's got some balls, dude, to come up and you know hit on her left and right, and then come up to her house like her boyfriend's right there, and he's like, you know, fuck you. I'm taking your bitch. <laughs> I got the licky too. <laughs> yeah, and uh <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and just that whole like they it seemed like with that they were gonna kind of set up, you know, because Junior's like watching them and seems kind of pissed off. And so it seems like maybe they might set that up as being a motive for Junior to have possibly been the one to kill Oliver, maybe. Spoiler alert, Josh. Jeez. They haven't <laughs> got there yet. Oh, we're getting there. Well, also, but also at the same... I mean, there's a whole bunch of different things, though, just because even with that, though, I don't think they're going to, especially with the amount of episodes and all the other stuff that's going to be popping up, I don't know if they're even going to dive into that kind of the story of like it possibly being, you know, any of the kids that could have done that or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you did make a good point with Junior, which we'll explore that later on. So while all this is going on, we got a party going on in the mansion, Alexi's house. We've got her parents and we've got uh, Jake's aunt and uncle at the meeting. Um Jake decides to take a stroll down the cemetery to, um, you know, to grieve over his, his mom and his dad. And we see like, of course we see his mom's grave and his dad's grave right beside of it, freshly dug. And, um, you know, he just sits there and he's like, you know, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You know, uh, basically, you know, and I thought that was really cool. That was actually really spooky. I don't think since Bride, we haven't seen a Chucky anything in a cemetery, I don't believe. Yeah, that was like the last time. And just the way they shot that scene looked really cool. And just like the music and everything they used. Really creepy. And he's like the only one in the cemetery, which I think is more terrifying because it's like it's like really late. And, uh, you know, it's it's fall and he's in a cemetery by himself. That's creepy as fuck. I didn't kill anybody. I was already hanging out with the dead people. <laughs> I couldn't have killed them. I was at the cemetery with the other dead people. I was burying more bodies. <laughs> but then the, it reveals also that Charles Lee Ray is buried in that exact same cemetery. Exactly. Which it shows later on. But I did notice that there is no date of birth for Charles Lee Ray, oh, which is snap. weird. Because I think in uh, I think in Bride of Chucky, his because they use a different tombstone too from the one that they did in Bride. But I think the one in Bride of Chucky might have had that on there. I have no idea. I have to go back and rewatch Bride. I've seen Bride probably a thousand times, and I never really thought to check to see if he had a date of birth on his gravestone. I just noticed it in this one because I was just 
where I was taking notes, of course, and trying to find anything and little Easter eggs and everything so I can, you know, jot it down. And I noticed that and I was like, what the hell? That doesn't make any sense. I do know that uh, Jake's mom passed away in 2015, which was like six years ago. And then his dad passed, it said like October 19th of this year. Yeah. So it's like exactly like when that episode would have aired, which is pretty cool. So at least we know the time frame is current time. Yeah. Chucky, the TV series doesn't take place in 19, you know, 74. Like Don Mancini might try to make you believe. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, that's mini J. Yeah. <laughs> These cell phones are some high tech shit for back in the day. Uh, <laughs> The cell phone is the size of my room. <laughs> it's a computer. Uh, but we see it cuts back to Caroline, basically like, you know, I can't find Chucky. Chucky's, you know, I need Chucky for, to go to bed. And then Lexi's like, you know, I'll, I'll look for Chucky. But before I do that, let me sing you this little tune. And uh, she sings, don't fear the Reaper to get her to go to bed, which is just a weird ass song try to get someone to go to sleep yeah especially that kind of song but i mean it's also kind of fitting for this episode too yeah it's kind of like uh something like um foreshadowing you know, uh, stuff or something like yeah that. exactly <laughs> don't smoke the marijuana in the bedroom <laughs> and the dolls behind the curtains no. uh but you know chucky well, actually, up until that point, Chucky's with Caroline, I believe, right? Yeah, at that point, he's with her because they're in the bed. Yeah, I got that confused. So Car- so uh, Chucky's with Caroline because he goes and basically tells Caroline right after Lexi and Junior leave, like, I'm going to go kill your sister. You want to come? She's like, oh, no, I'm good. You snooze I'm a little. tired. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he cuts the covers. He's like snug as a fucking bug. Yeah, he's actually like trapped under that blanket. Yeah, like he got like some, re- he got like cuddled the fuck up in that blanket. That's how I do it too, Chucky. That's how I like to do my blankets. Hell yeah, but sometimes you just got to cut your way out of there. Yeah. So Chucky goes off to, um, you know, do his bidding with Lexi and murder her. And um, we see they're all partying downstairs with headphones on because the new trendy thing, kids is to uh, just, you know, party with headphones on. Yeah, do those silent parties where if you're rich, you can have all the headphones and just have them hooked up to one sound thing to where you're all listening to the same music. Which when I saw that, I felt so out of touch and so old because I'm like, (laughs) I do not understand this at all. I'm 27 and like, I don't feel like I'm that old, but like I saw that and I was like, I had no, I, I nothing knew nothing about that. I'm like, why are they have headphones on? I had to look this shit up. And I was like, this is a real thing. People do this. <laughs> I guess they were probably just doing it to keep the noise down. Maybe. I mean, they didn't explain why they were throwing that specific type of party in the show. Yeah. I mean, no, like parties like that exist though. I mean, you can look that up. They exist. Like that's like a trendy thing, but, um, the way I saw it was the way you were thinking too. Like maybe they were just wanting to, you know, keep the, you know, keep the music down, damn it. But like her parents aren't there if anything for Caroline, I guess, but I don't know, man. But then Chucky is basically stalking Lexi. And what I found funny about this whole scene was it's basically just like the earlier scene with Jake trying to stalk Lexi. And the irony being that, you know, Chucky's been doing this for like 30 plus years 
stalking people and he's even giving advice to jake about how to do it but then he himself fucks up when it comes to stalking lexi and accidentally stabs oliver yeah which previously downstairs you know lexi and oliver we had mentioned that they were flirting with each other and they actually started dancing with each other and juniors you know just jealous and shit and then lexi like it's juniors like i love this song and junior dances with her and shit and oliver just kind of looks at him but uh but yeah chucky stabs oliver and then like he's like take this lexi and then he stabs her or stabs oliver and he's like oh shit ah fuck it and just starts stabbing the shit out of him (laughs) all while and during this scene too you know they keep cutting back from current times of flashbacks of young Charles as his parents are being murdered. Yeah, like we're like it kind of has cuts to those flashbacks of somebody breaking into uh, young Charles home um, and just basically stabbing his dad, like gutting him. And he's like, Dad. And then his dad's just like run or whatever and uh, get out of here. And um, I'm not going to lie. We always talk about the kill each week. This kill has been the worst kill, in my opinion, because it didn't look very realistic to me. And I know we had talked about it before because I was messaging you all week about it. And we were talking about, like, why does this kill, like, this doesn't add up? And I think you had mentioned that just because it was a kid getting murdered that maybe they had to, like, um, censor it down or something. But I just, it was not believable to me. Yeah, just because... At the same time, we're seeing Charles's dad being brutally stabbed, which, I mean, that's a more better kill than the Oliver kill. And I'm guessing it probably because, you know, it is a kid that they had to tone it down at least some just because it looked like Chucky was kind of stabbing Oliver with a dull ass knife and just sort of stabbing him in the exact same place over and over. And it just seemed like they were doing like adding like digital effect stabs and stuff in there and. The way Chuck, just the whole scene was just kind of goofy, I guess, a little. And it could have been done way better to where they could have had Chucky like stabbing him or something to where it would have been satisfying to everybody, especially because at the same time, you know, you're cutting between these two kills of the dad and Oliver. And I feel that showing the dad being brutally murdered and then just kind of how how they were doing Oliver just seemed a little meh. Yeah, I mean, it was a little goofy. Um, but getting back into it, um, Lexi goes to Caroline's room, notices that she's asleep, and she's like, I'm about to roll a big fat blunt, about to get <laughs> lit, about to get high. And then uh, she just she does exactly that. She goes into, I think, is it her room, I guess? Or is it? Yeah, I guess that was her room. But earlier before um, her sister ends up falling asleep, she popped like when she's first looking for Chucky, she's like, Chucky's, she pops up to Lexi and like, Chucky's going to kill you. And Lexi's like, why did you say that? She's like, I didn't. Chucky did. Which was like, that's been like a reference to, you know, the first film. First film and then Alice as well. And uh, Curse of Chucky, like uh, when she's in bed and, Barb is like, you know, like, why would you say something like that? I was like, I didn't. Chucky said it. So, yeah. So we've gotten that multiple times in the uh, franchise, which is pretty cool. Another homage, another little Easter egg for you guys. But um, Lexi goes to get high and um, she's sitting there and she lights it, you know, lights it up. And then um, 
she sees Chucky's shoes behind some curtains. And she's like, what the hell? So she kind of goes towards, you know, the curtains. And then voila, guess who runs up barefoot, socks out. <laughs> and then Chucky starts attacking her. And she doesn't, she at first doesn't even realize it's him. Yeah, it's almost kind of like reminds me of the Child's Play 2 Kyle moment where he's just like flailing and kicking his legs on the yeah. back. Well, especially when she starts knocking him into the window that I was definitely like, yeah, that's child's play too, right there. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that, which, you know, they had to make an uh, animatronic that has basically just kicking Chucky, which is pretty cool. Well, one of the dolls that they usually, at least in a lot of the movies they've done, is, they call it the flailing Chucky doll, which is all it does is like that kicking motion. And so that's probably the doll they had playing in that scene because He's pretty much like just kicking his feet and then she's smacking him into shit and then manages to end up throwing him on the ground. I wonder if they use that same kind of doll and curse when he like takes the wheelchair and he like just takes off running and like pushes Nika off the side. I wonder if that's like the same kind of foiling Chucky doll. Probably either that or just like something that the the legs might move like a walking kind of one. That'd be really cool. Um, So basically during all this, he's trying to strangle Lexi. And she's trying to get away. And of course, you know, you got those little strong ass hands uh, if you're Chucky. And <laughs> the baby, baby hands. hands. Don't mess with the baby hands. But uh, she drops. I got the little baby arms. She drops her uh, her drugs. And um, it lights up those curtains in the room like it's Christmas. I mean, I'm talking like it lit that shit up. Yeah, had she not like smacked Chucky into that window and broke it, the wind wouldn't have done that. So she started the fire. But then also when she throws Chucky on that little carpet and the fire starts, I was telling you this, that the either they reuse the scene from the previous episode of when Chucky is trying to stab them from under the bed or they just Lexi and Oliver happen to have that exact same carpet. Because in the shots, the close-up shots you see of Chucky, the carpet under him is the exact same one in both episodes. Yeah, I think maybe it's implied that it's the same bedroom, maybe. Is it the same bedroom? I can't even remember. Well, no, because the other party was at Oliver's house. That's right. And this one's That's right. at her house. So it's either a rich kid thing where all rich kids have the same rug and headphones, or they're just reusing footage that they had. Yeah, rich kids have like the same shitty rug and corded <laughs> headphones. We all know that, Josh. Too bad they don't all have the same amount of weed that Lexi seems to have, though. <laughs> she's always got it, man. I don't know who she's getting it from. But um, Chucky has an infamous line in this. And by the way, I don't know if this is CGI, probably a little bit of CGI, a little bit of animatronics, but Chucky looked fucking perfect with all the fire in the background, he just sitting there and his like hair's kind of blowing. And then he says, this is for Jake, you fucking little. And then it bleeps. And we're not really knowing what he said. I mean, we, I, we think he might've said the C word, but we're not 100%. Oh, I know what he said. <laughs> Have you seen the uncensored footage? No. I mean, I even rewatched it today and I paid for it on Amazon prime and it was all uncensored, but that one part was still, censored so be i don't because somebody put the clip up like after the episode came out of that scene and it is on the one i saw is uncensored where he said he straight up says to her this is for jake you little uh fucking little cunt bag oh he says cunt bag yeah he calls her a 
fucking little cunt bag. Yeah, that's not that bad. That's just like a bag of cunt. It's not that bad. <laughs> I mean, she is a cunt, but I guess that's cunt is one word they can't say on sci-fi. No, it was bag. You can't have bag along with it. <laughs> you can say cunt all day, Josh. Jo- duh. <laughs> if he had spaced it out long enough, they could have uncensored it. Well, if you, you if cunt, it's, yeah, if it's bag, bag. <laughs> if it's bag, it's multiple cunt, and you can't have more than multiple one cunt per episode. She's enough cunt though to fit in one bag. I really hope this podcast is uh, on the explicit version on uh, <laughs> whatever podcast. Oh, it, oh, it is. I have, yeah, I have it on. Okay, there. we say cunt like every episode. <laughs> you can't have a Chucky podcast and have it like censored. No, it's like trying to listen to like an Eminem album that's censored. It just pisses me off. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> getting every back. other word skips. Yeah, getting back to the episode. Jake basically hears these sirens outside. He's still at the graveside, of course, with his dead parents. Um, I sounded bad when I said it like that, but uh, he hears the sirens. and He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He's like, he knows Chucky did it. He's like in his head. You can tell just in his eyes, just the way he just sits there. He's like, Chucky did this. Oh, my God. He actually did it. And he's like, he's probably thinking like he killed Lexi. He might have killed everyone. So um, and at that point, that's when the gravestone of Charles Lee Ray is shown. Um, like we said, it doesn't have a birthday, which is kind of weird. Um, but you know, Jake, he, you know, gets the hell out of the cemetery and then it finally ends, uh, with basically showing the ending of that flashback, uh, of Charles killing his mom in the closet. And that's his first kill that we were, he was talking about throughout pretty much the whole episode. Like there's nothing like your first time. And it just so happened to be his own mother in a closet um, while the murderer was going after him. Yeah. To reveal that basically Charles the entire time was basically just born evil. Yeah. And he even looks at the killer that like broke in his house. He's like, I helped. And he's like, you got to cover your tracks, kid. You got guts, but you got to cover your tracks. He's like, all right. And this guy's kind of like teaching him a little bit. And then we see this uh, murderer, which we'll probably never see again. Uh, just walking off into the street and then you hear, you know, Chucky narrating. He's like some people, you know, you have people that are pushed to the edge and they kill, but some people are just born to kill. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool if we, cause I mean, the guy who murdered his family is presumably the guy that on the TV from the flashbacks that they've been talking about the serial killer running around Hackensack. And I mean, I think it'd be cool if they at least showed more of him pop up or something like that in the future. Yeah. I mean, you never know. I kind of feel like in my, you know, in my heart, I don't feel like uh, we're ever going to see that guy again, but maybe we, we don't know. I feel like that was just kind of a one-off thing, but um, there's so much other stuff that's going to be going on in the series that we don't even, hasn't even happened yet. Like the OGs hasn't even gotten into the series yet. So we still have a lot of stuff about to go down. Yeah, they're coming though. And I think one cool thing I'd like to see is if they at least did like a little nod to john dr death from the first child's play movie yeah who taught charles everything the voodoo and all that like show how they met or just some have some kind of scene or something in here with them yeah like if they say like they go after chucky I'm like how do you go after him and then like one of them like looks at the camera and goes the heart you must attack <laughs> the heart and chucky's like bitch i don't have a heart anymore yeah no chucky had like a voodoo doll of somebody and that's how he killed somebody that would be fucking awesome we haven't seen that since the first movie yeah i mean like 
them. I think it would definitely be cool if they threw in some type of voodoo kill of some sort in here, whether it's he happens to make some kind of doll of somebody specifically or uses some yeah. kind of voodoo spell just because they're they've since the first film, you know, that uh, Dawn didn't originally have the whole voodoo stuff in there. And that was added in later by like Tom Holland and other people. Yeah. So I get I get where some of that's pretty much like I'm sure Dawn doesn't really care too much about the whole voodoo aspect of it all just because that wasn't one of his ideas. He hates it. He hates it. And that but since it's been incorporated into the whole series that he's kind of had to give in and give like little bits of things, especially like what was it curse when they revealed that. Chucky basically found the website voodoofordummies.com. Don't remind me, man. And it's kind of, don't remind me. <laughs> to me, that kind of stuff's kind of jokey just because, you know, it's making it seem like in this universe, anybody could be doing this shit. I think it was cult for the uh, Voodoo for Dummies. I'm pretty sure. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. Um, the heart of Dumbala and all that. We saw that. We saw like the am- amulet, like in the fourth movie, in the fifth movie. We haven't seen it since um presumably it's still is it still buried with them i guess well the hell that fucking chucky doll still there too isn't it unless they took it for evidence i'm sure they probably would have taken all that stuff either that because i mean i'm thinking too hard into it well not really because uh, the guy who ended up taking glenn the british dude i mean i'm guessing he must have shown up at the cemetery before all the cops did or something in order to get glenn so who knows? Little fucker <laughs> tried to rip me throat. Eh. I was, I was trying only to trying to give you a hug. hug. Yeah. <laughs> One of the cool things I liked about Bride of Chucky, though, which I felt was always a callback to the first film, was at the end when they have that uh, either he's a detective or a cop, the guy with the white hair that's been following Jesse and Jade. He sees Tiffany and then like licks his finger before touching her because she's burnt which was just like Mike's partner did before touching Chucky's severed head in the end of child's play one. Holy shit. So I always wondered, I just, I always wondered if that guy, I mean, I doubt it's supposed to be the same character just because he'd be like, Oh, I've seen this shit before, but it kind of just it. When I first saw that, I was like, that's just either a reference or something, you know, like possibly a character, the same character from the first film. That was Mike's partner. That would be pretty cool. But I guess he was just some other cop that they threw some like the reference of that in there because he ends up getting killed. If that's him, he aged terribly. (laughs) It's because he had that secret for so many years and nobody was going to believe him. So overall, episode three, what do you think? I I enjoyed it. I mean, this one seemed to kind of go by quicker than the others have and sort of. You know, not a whole lot going on, really. I mean, we get a little more backstory of Charles. We get our first kid kill. (laughs) But uh, I don't know. I'm really looking forward more to what's to come and just sort of seeing if there's any more kind of like little hidden things they're going to throw at us. That's like things that they have so far. Yeah, um, I think it kind of like this episode, the flow was really good. I feel like it kind of flew by. There was nothing, you know, I wasn't bored or anything watching. I'm never bored watching the show, but it it wasn't like slow by any means. Um, We got a lot of Chucky in this episode, which was good because like that's pretty much two episodes in a row. We're getting a lot of Chucky 
the first episode we didn't get as much Chucky, but episode two and episode three we did get a lot of Chucky. <laughs> I have a feeling. Um, I love I the have final. A part. We're about to get a whole lot. I love the of, part of the fire of too. Chucky. <laughs> well, if if we think if we think what's gonna happen is gonna happen, then yeah. But we've already theorized on that. But um, I like the last shot with Chucky with the fire. That was awesome. I love that. Um, it is fucking cool. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. He seemed to love that fire too. Like he was just like laughing, just standing there. Yeah. To this point right now, each episode's gotten better than the last one. So, and I've loved all of them. Yeah. And I'm sure it's going to, I'm sure it's going to continue to keep getting better and better. Yep. So I guess that's going to do it for episode three guys. What is this one going to be called? Josh. I was going with probably don't fear the Chucky. Don't fear the Chucky or uh, beats by Ray. I don't even know. <laughs> beats by Ray just sounds dumb. Don't fear. The I mean, Chuck- don't fear the Chucky. I mean, cause you know, with the titles, especially cause this one, what was this one called? Like I, I like to be hugged. I like to be stabbed. <laughs> well, this one, no one really got stabbed worthy enough. But I don't know. I feel I well, Oliver got stabbed several times. Yeah, but that was like a dull butter knife. And he was just kind of like sitting there taking it too, which was another thing. I feel like I mean, had Chucky like, you know, fucked him up to where he couldn't move around. I would get that. But it just seemed like he was sort of stabbing him in the side or whatever in the back kind of. And he's just like, he like submitted. He was like, I'm going to die. Man. He's like, <laughs> this is my life now. Yeah. Like the first, it's like Chucky stabbed him in the back of the leg thinking it was Lexi. And then he falls down and he's like, ah, I'm just going to give up now. I'm going to crawl over here to the side of the stairs where all these kids are down here, just like dancing around, not noticing anything happening. But yeah, uh, that's going to be for episode three guys. Um, we will see you guys with episode four. And uh, my name is Jordan. And I'm Josh. And until next week, this has been Talking Chucky.